Show. Your home for Southeast Motorsports coverage. Here's your host, Tom Baker. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Lead Lap Show, broadcasting, as always, from the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina. My name is Tom Baker, and joining me on the program this week in the WSIC studio is a young man who is uh, racing. He, he lives in the Mooresville, Cornelius area. His name is Jaden Reyna, and Jaden, 15 years old, right? Yep, 15 years old. Wow, 15 years old, and this young man has been racing for a number of years. We're going to walk through his career with you. Uh, currently, he is in his first year of racing late models at uh, the various tracks, Hickory Motor Speedway, and um, being one of them. And he's just uh, been a part of a really fascinating uh, media day training uh, this week that uh, we'll talk about as we go through the show as well. So first of all, Jaden... Um, You've come up through, I think, what, go-karts, bandoleros, and legends. Talk about how how old were you when you first got interested in racing? What got you into racing, and how did you actually get started racing yourself? Well, uh, I really had a knack for cars from a really young age. Um, Why is that? Well, I, I can't even tell you, to be honest. Just one day I just woke up, I saw a car, and I wanted to drive it one of my favorite <laughs> memories though is um i want to say i was around four i think so this has been 2011 2010 time frame so okay. before i actually was able to drive a car and go-karts right so my uh grandpa he had um uh old chevy i think old chevy pickup truck bright red so oh, wow. you know you could see it from a mile away um and he allowed <laughs> me to sit in it and he obviously controlled the pedals because my tiny feet, my tiny right. legs weren't able to reach the pedals. You were four. But he did allow me to steer a little bit. It was an open road, so it's not like I was going to hit anything. And that was probably one of the most fun days of my life. I Even bet. though we literally went just right down, put it in reverse, turned it around, and then I just rolled straight back. So I just had the wheel straight, but right. it was super fun. And then obviously the uh, Cars movie, Disney Cars, um, Talladega Nights, Days of Thunder. Right. I saw all of it. And... Uh, it was it was just really fun, and then I got to see my first NASCAR race on TV. That was when it really sparked an interest of actually racing them IRL. So my mom sold her car to be able to buy the go kart. Then we used my aunt's car. Uh, wow. Yep, bought my uh, my aunt's car to drive to the track since she was like I think like three minutes or like five minutes away from her house, so she could just go and just come right with us to the track. So um, wow. it was a little bit weird showing up the first time having. Two girls work on a go kart, and then some kid you never saw before. <laughs> right. So you know, it's like we were. I think we were like one of the only new people that showed up at Langley Speedway, my home track. Oh wow! So you know, so so we we drive up, and um, I think it was like a Dodge Avenger. Uh, I think I want to say. Okay. Um, to the back of it is this wooden trailer. Not not even the um, the full one. How would you put it? Like, there's a roof over it. It was just a regular just wooden metal trailer that okay you just put something in let's say if you, you were going to transport it but not if you were okay, going like a cargo trailer it wasn't yeah. really a, an actual racing trailer but no. it was good enough yeah we didn't have a set of tires and i think we just went to the gas station beforehand picked up a little bit of fuel and went to the track oh wow sending so you show up like just this rickety car um rickety setup and then this kid you never saw before so i go out there she's like just drive 
It's like, we're all here for fun. Just drive. So there was not really any pressure on me. Al. How old were you when this happened? I was six. I think six. I just turned okay. six like a couple months earlier. Okay. Yeah, so I go out there, and then I even have um, old photos that I was, like, shaking and jittering and, like, jumping around like a kid <laughs> um, before getting on the car. Uh, before getting in the cart, because they line them up over in turn one. So, you know, you're going out there, and you can kind of look down the track and see turns one and two going into the corner. So she goes, she um, fires it up, and I just got there and drive. And we were remarkably pretty fast. You know, for my first time ever driving, I didn't do that bad. So, you know, you go in, and I think we started, like, P4, P3, and... Um, we ended up finishing P2 in that race. Wow. Yep, P2 in my first, first ever race. race. Yep. Out of how many carts? I want to think uh, like 12 maybe. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a good run. Yeah. So. See, that happens sometimes because you don't know what you don't know. So you're just on instinct going as fast as you can and trying to control the cart. You haven't... You haven't really learned, you haven't hit anything with it yet, so you don't know enough to be scared. You're just having a good time. Yeah, you can't really overthink it when it's yeah, your first time. Right. So, um, but one thing is that I didn't really get much help, though. So I just kind of <laughs> looked at the track and, you know, it's like, I guess I'll just drive it this way. So obviously it's not, you don't ever want to do that, especially when you get up to a bigger division. Right. But for your first ever time, we were just going out there to have fun. So there was like no pressure on me. So we end up. Uh, finishing second, super fun, but it was less about finishing second. It was more of I finished a race. Like, sure. I, I just ran my first ever official race. I got a trophy. So, you know, I'm standing up there on the podium in P2, and then everyone, a whole bunch of the, the dads and moms start coming up to my mom talking about how, are you sure he's old enough? Are you like, is he old <laughs> enough for this? Show me your ID. Because, you know, I'm just towering <laughs> over the rest of the people on the podium. Oh, are you, yeah. were you tall for your age? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, tall. I was like, I want to say like four or five inches taller than the rest of the kids. Wow. And, it was, and they were like, show me your ID. Oh, show, so show they me thought ID. you were older. Yeah, running in a lower running division. Running in a lower division That's to collect what, trophies. I got yeah, it. They thought I came from like somewhere else that ran bigger cards. Oh. And I came in and I was just I was just light. That's all. I was just skinny. Yeah. So they thought that since I was lightweight, you know, it's like it was an easy fix to go in there and run with lower sure. kids. Right. Uh, with uh, with um, yeah. less experienced kids. But nope, it was my first time. Wow. And eventually we got um, the track owner showed the ID and he was like, no, he's he's six. Like he's youngest <laughs> guy in the field. And so, yeah, that was uh, that was probably a really funny moment out there. He's just big for his age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That 2013 season was great. Picked up a couple wins that year. Um, and then that's when I really started to get serious about racing probably at the end of that year, beginning of 2014, because then uh, we won a lot of races, and they made me move up to the next division. Yeah, you know? I bet they did. Yeah, because, you know, it's like, even though it's my first year, and usually you do, like, two years when you're in the lowest karting division. Right. You do, like, two years so that you're old enough. But there's also a middle division, just so that if the person is too good for uh, kid karts, but isn't, you know, experienced yeah. enough for junior sports in one... They had a novice division, so okay. it's kind of like a midfield, like not fast enough as uh, Junior Sports One, but faster than kid cards. So you actually started in kid cards, yeah, not yeah. novice. Okay, and I can see why they moved you so quickly then. Yeah, so I go up to novice, and I spend 
two races, so two weeks in novice. So the first race, I got there, dominate, cremate the field. So I'm honestly feeling good about myself. So I'm like, yo, <laughs> like this is super fun. Is I want to yeah. move up to Junior Sports and one. Yeah. So they're like, no, you have to run a couple more races. I'm like, okay. Second race, set on pole, dominate. Check it on the field. Late race caution comes out. I'm like, okay. Like, I've gotten good starts before. And, you know, going, uh, taking the green. You know, the girl was by, the girl beside me, um, she's still hanging there. She's hanging tough because it's a green-white checkered. You know, it's like she's going for the win. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I just kept the uh, loud pedal on. Her coming down the front stretch. It's like, oh, I got this in the bag. I see the checkered flag right there. And all of a sudden... My car hooks a hard right down the front stretch, Uh-oh. and then it's right out the wall. I look to my right, and I see her turn, <laughs> turning into my right rear. You got wrecked by a girl coming to the checkered? Yeah. And then um, <laughs> I saved it and then drove across the line, but I think I finished last. Um, so I come out, and I go through tech, and she came up to apologize. And then uh, I was crying crying a lot she was like come on take out the helmet i want to apologize and i just kind of just awkwardly just walked away from everyone just crying oh man uh, that's funny it it was it was funny especially now looking back you know it's like um she was going for her first win i think so Um, obviously i personally would have won a win that way but you know you can't so do you think she i mean she came to apologize do you think she did it on purpose or do you think she just didn't realize like she caught you and just kind of drove through you because she didn't really know I, I think what it might, she was doing. I think it might have been an accident. Yeah. And also, I don't know. I don't know how old she was, but she was she was taller than me. So, you know, I was <laughs> you like, were taller for your age. Yeah. You know, yeah. So it's like I just kind of waddled away crying. It was kind of weird. That's but funny. It was funny. Then we moved up to uh, Junior Sports in 120, still middle 2014. Then. Okay. Um, And... We did okay. It wasn't that good just because it's so much faster. You have to lift. Um, no, actually, I forgot about this part. Um, it was the. It's like a test day, I guess. Yeah. For um, new people. Okay. So, um, kind of third. I think like it's the third race of the season because I did two weeks and I had to move up. So, kind of a little test day so that everyone can kind of get a feel for the car. Yeah. I go out there. It's the first time in Junior Sports in one cart. They're like, okay, the track is green. I didn't know. No one's ever told me. Because remember, no one no one told me anything just because they thought I was so much older and so much more experienced than I was. Oh. I was just doing stuff on the fly. It's like whenever I won the race, I was like, woohoo, I won, I, I think, I guess. <laughs> so I go out there. They're like, track is green. I'm like, green means go. Green is fast. I'm going to go send it off in the turn one like I always do. Uh-oh. Sail it off in the turn one. The wheel flips upside down. The car, The front and nose of the car has no traction. And there, there's not really anything because it's the infield, right? Yeah. Yep. So there's nothing to really hit. I hit the one thing that was there, a huge monster truck tire because they, oh, you know, gosh. Langley Speedway does like huge shows and everything at the track. Hit the monster truck tire, nail it hard, go sailing off uh, off the cart. And the only thing that stops me from completely flying out and hitting the monster truck tire is the steering wheel. So the steering wheel just goes and jabs oh. right into my stomach. Oh. Yeah, that hurt. So for those in our audience, as we get ready to take a break, when somebody says the track is green, it means that there's no rubber on it. It, it has no grip. Beware. And, of course, little Jaden didn't know what that meant. He's thinking green flag, go fast. And that's what happened. We're going to talk more with Jaden right after this as we laugh continues. Stay with us. 
You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. I found hope in the midst of an overwhelming situation. Alcoholism can affect any family. Are you in an overwhelming situation because of someone else's drinking? Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 866-200-0033 or visit alanon.org slash hope. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one Internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hey guys, this is Nathan Bird, a.k.a. Birdman, and you're listening to Lead Lap Radio. Welcome back to League Lap, talking this week with Jaden Reyna, who's from the Cornelius area. Jaden, 15 years old, and uh, working his way up the motorsports ladders. Done a great job in all of uh, the past divisions he's run, and is now uh, in his first year of competing in late models. And we'll get to that part of the story in a moment. Uh, when we went to break, you had told us about... Uh, <laughs> Your unfortunate uh, accident there uh, when you didn't understand what the track is green meant. Um, I'm assuming that you you were okay and uh, were you able to, were you just done for the day or were you able to get back on the cart and finish the race? 
So I'm pretty sure we were uh, done for the day, but when I initially hit, it was almost like a it was almost like a movie when there's like a huge explosion in front of you and you can't hear anything and all of a sudden everything's just super blurry. <laughs> so obviously, from my perspective, it was like this huge crash, oh, you boy. know, everything. But obviously, from looking back, it was just like a it was almost like a toy car just hitting a just hitting a wall you just fly uh, like a hot wheels car into the wall and it would just bounce off right you just see this kid just fly forward and just fall back into the cart so i'm laying there and stomach's hurting and it was a little bit funny because i didn't fall right back into the seat i kind of draped over to the side so it was just a funny position that i was laying in and all of a sudden i see uh, a mom come over and she's like oh my goodness are you okay and i was like yeah (laughs) and it was funny because the reason they said they were green i wasn't paying attention to this because they had no ambulances on site oh no medical personnel so they were like everyone take it easy because it's gonna take like 20 minutes for someone to get here oh so i'm just laid out and on the mom and the mom's just like all right open the shoot up so she got a pack of ice and she just laid it on my stomach we were done for the day the car was wrecked oh but um that's too yeah, bad it was unfortunate i'm but. surprised they let you go out there without an emt most tracks won't do that um but, yeah but at the same time it was just a test day they didn't expect anyone to go wreck just because yeah there's but no, still there's for you to hit I mean, you there's just that one try that's a, that one try but you tire, found like, it right i found it i was the only person <laughs> to wreck that whole day yeah wow <laughs> so t- did you did you you said you did well that season right um talk a little bit about in kind of short form, tell us about uh, your the rest of your karting career and w- w- take us into the next step. Uh, Silver Surfer finished second a lot. And the one person I finished second to that I can never seem to beat was Zach Lightfoot. You know him? I know who Zach is. He's yep. racing late models now too, right? Yep. Dominion and yep. some places up in Virginia. Yep. He was the, yeah. yep. I think it was a glossy neon uh, green, green car. Green car, yep. yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Never could beat the kid, and then uh, especially in go karts, second, 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 um, and then we moved up to bandos, and okay. we were still racing in Virginia and bandos. We were doing like a little bit of North Carolina, a little bit of uh, Virginia. Still couldn't beat him, even in bandos. Wow. Yep, it was. Um, he was really tough to beat, um, especially in the especially in the Virginia tracks. So then we kind of transitioned over to North Carolina. Did uh, did pretty well. For bandos in North Carolina, still a lot of seconds, a lot of thirds to like Landon Rapp and Zach Maracle. Now, when you say transition, did you move here or you just started racing down here? We started racing down here, but we still lived in uh, Yorktown, Yorktown, Virginia. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it was like it was a little bit weird because we're not one of the hometown boys, right? But at the same time, Virginia doesn't Virginia, sorry, doesn't think of us as a hometown person just because we don't run there anymore, right? So we go over to North Carolina, and again, second and thirds a lot to. Zach Maracle and like Landon Rap just couldn't beat both of them at the same time. So then we move into Legend Cars, a little bit more well-known, a little bit more horsepower, um, and we hit it off. Personally, I like the Legend Car a lot just because of how well it turns, and you can really attack the corner. Yeah. So ended up in my uh, my first race. We missed the show, but um, it was that big race. I think it was like for twenty five thousand. I think from for Carteret back in twenty nineteen. Oh wow, that was your first Legends race, was it? Yep, we were. Wow. Yep, we were supposed to go to Concord, but you know it's like, but the crew chief wanted to go there just because the rest of his drivers were going. Again, for our audience, um, 
Concord at that time, that the track's now closed. It's a junkyard now. They sold it, but had a quarter mile track that the Legends used to race at. What what Jaden did uh, for his first Legends race was go to Carteret County, which is a full size stock car track that has Legends races, and basically started in one of the biggest Legends races of the year for his first race. I just wanted to give that context. So what was that like? Holy cow. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah, so for me, I just kind of had to adapt, but my mom was freaking out yeah, just because... she was. She I just, know your mom. Yeah, she just saw the front stretch and see me just yeah. whirl around the front stretch and just send it off in the turn one. Um, it was really fun. We fortunately missed a show, but off of my times, I could have been running in the top 10, especially in the last chance qualifier, just because it's all or nothing. Like, right. You're not making the show right. anymore. It's like you got to And there's so many that are so five. close in that division because Legends cars are spec cars, so it tends to be a very close pack if you got a bunch of good drivers at a big race like that, right? Yeah. So what you really got to feel for the speed at that track, especially in a Legends car. Sure. When you can visibly see the person inside the car spinning. Obviously, whenever someone spins out, it's like really quick and they roll to the bottom. You know you're going fast when you can look over and see the person getting loose. And you're <laughs> able to look behind yourself and wow. see him slide back. Yeah, so um, it was it was freaky. You know, it was a little scary. But um, for my second race, went over the Concord, finished second there. Um, calm show, went green the checkered. Um, but then, then it was the third race. The third race is where we started picking up momentum in that season. Um, third race, I forgot what it is. I forgot what it was, but um, it was a race before the summer shootout that Charlotte hosted. Okay. Um, we go out there and we were fast. We could have won that race if I just had a little bit more experience, but we ended up finishing, finishing P3, I think. Okay. Or P4, P4, P3. P4, P3 is one of those positions. Um, Overall, had a great day and definitely learned a lot. So uh, later through the year, you know, it's like, again, second, third, yeah. second, third, fourth. You know, it's like just going on. You're gaining on it. You're gaining on it, yeah. but we never could close the deal. So then we come to a point where I need to lose weight, right? So b back, back then. Hang I'm, on. You need, you need to lose weight? Is that what you said? Yep. Okay. So I'm only... I only grew like an inch or two so far. So that would have put me at like 5'10". Okay. 5'10 uh, or a little bit in the 5'9 range. So I was like 185, I think. 185. Oh, wow. 5'10, something like that. So he's like, you got to lose at least 40 pounds. And this oh, was, wow. I think, um, a month before Road Course World Finals over at AMP. So I end up dropping the 40 pounds. No, 45. I think I end up dropping like 45. So now I'm like... How did you lose 45 pounds in a month? You can thank my mom for that. She worked me like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we ended up losing 45 pounds. Wow. We show up at the track. I think I'm like um, uh, like one, 155, I think. Like 155, 150. Did anybody recognize you? Um, <laughs> well, when we came back in the next time... My seat was way too small. I bet. Yeah, so. Uh, way he, too big, you mean? W oh, sorry, way too big. Yeah. So uh, he was a little bit mad just because it's like, well, you need to give me an update. Like, like the car, the car is still <laughs> the same as before. There's not, there's no lead on it, and the seat is like three inches too big. So we ended up putting a ton of padding in there, um, and my suit was super floppy, just because <laughs> yeah, we haven't been sure. racing for a month. Right. Um, we ended up, we should have won that race. 
um, someone laid oil right when we hit the pole, and we spun out and wrecked, Oof. and we couldn't get the car fixed for the heat race. So we got the pole. Someone laid oil directly in front of us. The car directly in front of us went through a corner. And we hit it and spun out. So it was unfortunate, but we ended up finishing P four right outside the podium. Photo finished, I think, for the uh, for third place spot. I was really disappointed, but overall, that kind of kicked off to what our 2020 season was. Yeah. So. Wow. Okay. So you were you were obviously very successful in the Legends cars, and you got to a point of being very comfortable. So you ran the summer shootout. You you ran at other tracks, the bigger tracks like Carteret County. Um, you've done about all you can do as far as Legends cars. Now it's time to move up to the late models. Now let's talk about who are you working with here because you're. I think you're a part of Rev Racing, right? So are you actually in the diversity program, Drive for Diversity for NASCAR, or you're just kind of tied into them? Uh, yes, I am actually driving for um, Rev Racing. Okay. For for this year in I think only the late model division. Okay. Late model stock division. So you're running late models for Rev and. Um, and you and and now you're moving up to the big cars. What was what how how was the transition from one to the other? Did you go test somewhere? Talk about we got about a minute and a half left. Talk about uh, a little bit about that transition and how you first got into the late model. Well, to kind of sum it up, after the 2020 season, super successful. They ended up uh, they offered me you know a few test sessions here and there, and then some a few late model races. So unfortunately, that didn't end up happening in 2021, but in 2022, came back, and um, my first ever test session in a late model, like getting race ready, like we're supposed to be gaining speed, was the day, I think a day before uh, my first ever race at Hickory, the season opener. So, this year? Yep, this year, okay. season opener. Back in March. Yeah, so we're going, we ended up getting the car okay. And then we show up for the race the next day. And we ended up in practice one, I think in, no, practice two. No, 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 practice one. Sorry, practice one, we're P4 out of everyone. So all of us are blown away. They're like, wow. holy cow, like P4, that's pretty good. And we ended up tanking in round two, which sets the field for qualifying. See, again, you went out the first time, didn't know what you didn't know. You're just trying to go fast, right? And then, you know, now your kind of reality comes in, right? Yeah. Everybody else stickers up and gets ready to mock for their qualifying, and you're not as fast anymore. Yeah, so um ended up going out for qualifying, and you probably um, you probably know what uh, what happens on fresh tires. Yes. And I didn't like the gear shifter, so I go out and spin it out in the first lap. Uh-oh. Okay, we're going to suspend uh, this story in midair because we got to step aside again. But uh, trust me, we'll finish it when we come back on lead lap. Stay with us. I found hope in the midst of an overwhelming situation. I let go of trying to control things that I had no control over, and that helped me find peace of mind. Alcoholism is a disease that can affect any family. Everyone suffers, but there is help and hope at Al-Anon Family Groups. I was constantly stressed and worried. Now I approach each day with joy and gratitude. In Al-Anon, families and friends of alcoholics find new ways to heal from the effects of a loved one's drinking. Alanon gave me my life back. I'm a better father and husband. Are you in an overwhelming situation because of someone else's drinking? Alanon and Alateen can help. Local and virtual meetings are available. Maybe one could work for you. 
For information, call 1-866-200-0033 or visit alanon.org slash hope. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey, I'm Howie DeSegaro and you're listening to Blue Lab Radio. Howie Savino bringing us back from break as we continue with this week's Lead Lap Show. Jayden Reina is our special guest, and Jayden, one of the rising young racing stars from the area here in the Charlotte Lake Norman uh, region, and uh, first year late models at Hickory. So I want to go back uh, for a minute with you, Jayden, because so you said um, in 2021 the late model thing didn't happen. You did continue, however, to run the Legends car. Yep. Talk about 21 season for you. Okay, for the 2021 season, we really wanted to run dirt. But Rev ended up wanting us to run the summer shootout. So we weren't really planning to run the summer shootout. So we were like, okay, I guess I guess we can run. And we switched teams to Joe Ryan. And our first ever test session was... Joe Ryan Osborne. Yep, Joe yep. Ryan Osborne, Joe Ryan Race Cars. Um, our first ever test session was the morning of the practice day that you get whenever you run the summer shootout oh so yeah so it was uh it was definitely a struggle especially for the first couple of weeks just because you know new team you had no experience with them yep um especially on asphalt um it was it was okay okay then it came the then came the eighth race of the summer shootout okay I think it was the eighth. race eight of ten yep race eight of ten and we finally got a decent setup going um, I think we qualified like P4 and then, no, sorry, P3 and we inverted to P4. 
So we knew we, we knew we had we knew we had speed. Um, P4 isn't where you wanted to draw. Right. Whenever you run the summer shootout, P4 is the worst thing to draw. We go off into turn one, and the guy in second qualified P5 break checks me. Uh-oh. It's like checks the whole outside lane up. Yes. The inside lane just blows by. So now we're back in literally dead last because he checked us up so much right. that the inside lane was able to just get away. So I ended up driving away through the field, and then I think I'm in, like, P6, right outside the top five. And then the guy in front of me gets loose. I'm like, okay, spinning down to the bottom of the racetrack, hit the gas too hard. Hooks it hard right and nails me right into the wall, oh, tears the right side out of it, wow. the car's killed. So that probably summed up the rest of our uh, summer shootout. The car was <sighs> killed, and we couldn't get that set up back to where it used to be good because it was so, a different chassis. did you ever kind of recover and, and get wins in 21, or was it just kind of a season of, of missed opportunity like that? It was kind of a season of missed opportunity. Yeah. The summer shootout kind of threw everything off because we were supposed to be running dirt, dirt racing. Right. Yeah, so we ended up going to um, Brush Creek for uh, Dirt Nationals 2021 okay. uh, for Legends. My previous dirt race was Dirt Nationals of 2020, so I had okay. no previous experience for like an entire year. Yeah. So we're just showing up, and I think there wasn't a practice day either. I think it was just first race, and it was like a 20-minute practice session, I think. So we go out there, and we're okay. We're like P11, and I think we end up driving it up to P5, I think. So we finished P5 first nice. race, first day. Good job. The second day, I asked people a ton of questions. Uh, Ron Hornaday, you probably know him that he helps Landon Lewis a lot. He came to the track, and I asked him questions, Billy Workman and Joe. Um, Ron's a legend. Yeah, so... NASCAR Truck Series champion, etc. Yep, they helped a lot. I took a bunch of good notes, and then we come back the following day. Um, fastest on the team, and I think P2 or 3 overall. So, huge improvement from yesterday. Nice. And then we go out in our winter heat race, and then that puts us P3. Okay. And then we end up finishing P3 right behind Billy and... When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Lead Lap Radio. Welcome back to Lead Lap. Final segment for this week, Jesse Love, bringing us back. If you get a chance to get to Millbridge Speedway at some point this year on a Wednesday night, Jesse's been running some of the micro-sprint races that they have. Finished second last week. Um, if you've never been to Millbridge Speedway, it's right on 150 between Mooresville and uh, I guess it's Salisbury. Um, but just keep going out 150 till you see it. You can't miss it. Uh, and they, you never know who you're going to see there on Wednesday nights. Kyle Bush's son races there. Um, Clint Boyer's son is raced there. Larson's kid is raced there. Uh, you know, you see a lot of the NASCAR people, uh, but again, some of the best of the local racers as well and it's just a great place to take the family out and enjoy a good night of racing so check it out millbridge speedway um in the studio with us is Jaden arena who to my knowledge has not raced at millbridge speedway but uh maybe someday never know he is racing late models at hickory however and um we were talking about the media day that you had yesterday that that Candace Hornaday and that group organized for several of you. Howie DeSavino was there, Landon Lewis, some other folks were there, and Ross Chastain you were talking about was one of the guests that kind of spoke to you and talked to you. Um, what are some of the things that they were talking to you about? What did you learn from that media day yesterday that you can apply to your own um, business, if you will, or brand of, of race driver? Well, I learned a lot definitely off of uh, uh, what they told me over there. For me personally, what I would take out of it is probably content, making different types of content. Because for me, you know, it's like you kind of post the same thing every single time just because your life is so much in a routine. Yeah. So they're like, how do you make content that's not repetitive, but at the same time still informative and still will sure. grab the people's attention that people care about? And the biggest thing that they said was make them uh, – feel like they're part of your story yes you know it's almost like um um how would i put it well they want to like, live their life through you yeah yeah you know they want to be um the camera 
basically, for everything that you're doing. Yeah, they kind of want like a how like a a look into the backstory of what sure. behind you know, the scenes, behind the scenes. Yep. Yeah, that's all I was trying to go yep. for behind the scenes. That's what um, all of them said. Yep, Ross <laughs> said all that behind the scenes. Everyone likes to feel like they're involved with you. Yeah, and and uh, Ross does a great job of that, by the way. Um, and and that's you know it's it's always fascinating to. Um, sit with the driver like yourself and try to work through what does that look like for me? Because we were talking about this um, before the show. You're not necessarily an outdoors person. So not probably going to be a lot of video of you hunting or fishing. But somebody like, you know, Howie DiCivino, for example, that's right up his alley. That's something he does authentically. And so how you sort of decide what am I, you know, who am I and what am I about and what do I want people to know um, and how do I project that through my social media? That's an ongoing process that really is kind of challenging, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, even even Ross said that challenges even the pros about making different content that would still make people engaged without having the same thing every single time. Uh, I'm personally still working on it, but I definitely feel like I can learn by talking to other people and sure. also trying to find a thing that I enjoy that lots of other people enjoy that have different aspects about them. So you can kind of make tiny different videos yeah. repetitively. Yeah, I always, I always, whenever I'm training somebody, even in speaking, public speaking or whatever, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. Somebody's good at it. So what I tell people is if, if you're going to be a race announcer, you're going to be a public speaker, you're going to be a social media mogul or whatever, go study those who are already doing it well you'll kind of copy them at first, but then eventually out of that, you'll develop your own version of that and you'll, you'll figure out your voice. Um, and everybody always wants to go for the home run ball on social. They all want, um, they want to put posts up that get huge, you know, like shares and get whatever. Um, just post every day, do something every day. And it will build itself slowly. And, and and so you look around and you learn from other people and then you figure out, you know, okay, well, that works for him. Didn't work for me. Doesn't work for me. So let me, but, but I can use this. I can kind of follow that style. And you just find your own way through, right? Yeah. 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 It's like being uh, original is something that's kind of hard these days, but at the same time, it's not impossible. So yeah. that's what that's what they said a lot that being original isn't impossible. Well, that's why you know it's so important for you guys, and it and this can be the hardest part because where do you draw the line, right? Um, but it's important to to sort of show us who you are off the track because you can you know you can only have so many pictures of a race car, yeah, you know, and then people have seen the race car twenty eight times in the last month, and it's like I don't need another picture. Of the, show me what you're up to today. So if you're doing a workout, you know, show us the workout. If you learn something fun and fascinating, if you think it helped you, it probably would help somebody else. So tell us about it. You know, that those are the sorts of things that make you interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's every little little things that people want to look in yeah. of your life. Sure. It's like just being especially being in a industry like anything nba nfl nascar f1 they all want to know what you do off the track right you know it's like whenever you have the broadcast everyone sees what you're doing at the track but what do you do off the track what's your personal life like that's what a lot of people 
like to see. So, you know, you just want to kind of show them, here's what I did today, or here's what I'm going to do today, or here's, you know, here's something fascinating I learned, or, you know, here's something funny I watched, you know. So it's just um, engaging with them as though they were friends, you know, and, and, and of course, you know, obviously knowing where the line is, but yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating thing. Social media is ever evolving. And I'm sure that was very helpful for you to, um, to, to be able to spend that time yesterday uh, with those people and learn. Um, And so now where can fans follow you as you begin to apply all of that to your own social media? All right. Where to find me at Jane Rainer racing on Instagram, Jane Rainer Racing on Twitter and Jane Rainer Racing on uh, YouTube as well. And that's J A I D E N R E Y N A. There you go. Okay. And your website is? Uh, Jane Rainer Racing, I think. Uh, Jane Racing.com. Uh, <laughs> I think. I think. It's like, um, yeah, I try to post every day on Instagram, so that's probably where you'll find the most interaction. Okay. I uh, respond to every comment, so if you want to know something, just hit me up in a comment. Well, there you go. And quickly, sponsors. Uh, I would like to thank Hendrickia Concord for sponsoring me. It's been, uh, I think, six years now as far as how long they've been sponsoring me. So uh, I'd like to thank them a lot. Okay. And uh, look forward to seeing you on the track at Hickory. Uh, did a great job, Jaden. It's been fun spending the time with you. Uh, give them a follow on social media, folks, or go to the website, jadenreynaracing.com, J-A-I-D-E-N-R-E-Y-N-A. And, uh, yeah, just give him a follow and uh, support him as he uh, makes his way up the racing ladder. Certainly a uh, a top young prospect and uh, comes from a very nice family as well. So um, that's it for League Lab for this week. Wow, that went by fast. Uh, until next week, thanks to the folks at WSIC and thanks to all of you for listening. Have a blessed week, everyone. You've been listening to the Lead Lap Show, home to Southeast Motorsports coverage on the radio. For more exciting and passionate motorsport content, follow Lead Lap Show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And visit leadlapshow.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of the Lead Lap Show. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Lead Lap Show. Thank you for listening.